Welcome to SV Pod. Just me. Well, not really. We have a, a special guest here in a minute. Stanford Steve's busy working on Daily Wager and was unable to be here, which is very upsetting to him because he is actually the guy that introduced me to the man that we're going to welcome in. His name's Alex Toussaint. He is a Peloton instructor. If you are, if you're familiar, you know that uh, it's a bike. It's an exercise bike, right? But it's kind of not. It's, there's more to it than that. And certainly it has been for me. It has helped me. He has helped me. And in the same way that we had Enki Johnson on, uh, someone who I find to be inspiring, someone whose message and energy I find to be um, just so worthwhile in a climate where there's so much negativity and BS and noise. Uh, I wanted to share with you uh, a conversation with Alex about his journey and how I believe, as he has helped me, he can help you on your journey it's not all it's not all physical. It's not just trying to spend 30 minutes riding a bike. It's it's a whole lot about just frankly loving yourself and knowing it's okay to be a fan of yourself. And I when I say this, I say it sincerely. This man has helped me. And not a lot of people I can say that about in this way, this specifically. Uh so I hope you'll enjoy uh You'll enjoy this half hour more than you will when you're riding a bike. You're not going to sweat as much, uh, but maybe you'll think, and I, I believe you'll enjoy our conversation with Alex Tucson. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And... Action. All right, I've been waiting on this one. This is exciting for me. Very, very exciting uh, for me to, to welcome in Alex Toussaint, a guy that a lot of you all know out there. And this is corny as hell, so forgive me, but I'm, this is the only chance I get to be the one to say to you, I ask one time and one time only. How are we, <laughs> how are we feeling out there? You good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I woke up to that. I cannot complain. How are you feeling? Same way. Uh, and gratitude something you and I are both big on, and, and that's something we can speak to throughout uh, this conversation. But this is audio, people that won't see this, but I see that I see that handsome logo on your chest. I know I'm catching you at a great time. Just recently, you, you, you become a Puma athlete. You're like you, all the journey, the struggle, the hard work, this and that. Here you are with that, with a brand on your chest repping that. I just wonder what that represents to you. That just represents um, my parents sacrificing, my grandparents sacrificing, paying off. That represents uh, years of failure, years of uh, doubt, years of disappointment to my parents um, and bringing this full circle and being able to validate everything that they've sacrificed to make sure that myself and my brothers were put in a position to succeed. Um, I've been in this career now, eight going on nine years, and I made a very, very day one pact to myself. I'm going to be viewed as a pro athlete. I'm going to sign a deal as a pro athlete. And that, wasn't just, because <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't just because just to have it to be like, I'm a pro athlete. That's just because I felt that everything in life 
Um, and I feel like I never validated my parents' last name. I never made them proud. Um, so this in real time is me just getting it right. That's really what this is in life. This is me getting it right and making sure my parents can see that everything they did was not, um, wasn't uh, taken for granted at all. Amen. And that's, uh, you speak to the people that are in the saddle with you, Rod, and they're, they're athletes. You got a body, you're going to treat, treat them as such. And so, yes, sir. uh, Congrats for that. And and uh, there's there's a lot to get to on a lot of different levels. Um, I just want to start with I want people out there to because everybody that's that's ridden with you probably has some some version of how they how they find you. I was very, very grateful. Uh, my my rep, my my representative, my agent, a guy named Sandy Montag, very generously gifted me uh, a Peloton bike. He said, this is a trans this is a transformative piece of equipment. I'm like, OK. And but then it's 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 a it's kind of a, a riddle, right? Like, what, I don't know what I'm supposed to, who am I riding with? I don't know. Well, my partner in crime, Stanford Steve, who's on the show with me, who's heartbroken and he's working right now. He can't be with me. He, he, <laughs> he Stanford. Sends, there you go. He sends me a link. He goes, look, this is, this is what you're doing. Period. End of story. So it's a link with you and it's the 30 minute hit ride. And the very first song is MLP Annie up. And I'm sitting <laughs> in my, I'm sitting in my basement and I just start laughing out loud. I'm like, Oh, it's like this. Okay. And 30 minutes later, I'm sweating like an animal. And I believe I, I believe that day I shot you a note on social media just to say, man, thank you. I knew in 30 minutes you truly had changed the direction of where I was headed. And, wow. and I, wow. I'm not joking. I, I, I could I knew it immediately. And I, I guess what I'm saying is like, I think people, whether they know it or not, you, you're seeking someone to help you, someone to validate you, someone to be a yeah. guide. Yeah. And you're that. And I just wonder when you hear that, because I'm sure you've heard it from lots of different people. Uh, when you hear that, what, how does that land with you to know what it is you're doing for people? Honestly, there's never been a day that I've heard that, that I've gotten comfortable hearing that. And I say that because I never thought I'd be in this position in life to inspire people. I've always been that person in that dark stage of life trying to search for inspiration, trying to search for guidance, trying to search for that validation that we always speak about. Um, so in this position in life now, I never thought I'd be, I'd be the one to provide that to others out there. And that's part of the reason why I mean, Scott, you know, I, from the minute I start class to the minute I end it, I'm going hard nonstop. And that's, I do that for the people that don't believe in themselves. I don't see the light in themselves because the only reason I am where I am today, because somebody told me, if you give me two weeks of your life, you could change the world. And I, that was from when I was mopping floors before I even got on the bike. Somebody saw some light in me that I didn't see in myself. And that's why I go so hard for the members out there. And just mm -hmm. to hear you say that, honestly, it's like a, like I said, it's a validating moment for me. I'm not the person that has all the answers. I'm not the person on top of the podium, like, look at me, look at me. I'm like, hey, I'm just like you. I fail every single day. Sometimes I want to quit, but guess what? I refuse to. And I'm gonna try, that's all I'm trying to teach people out there in life is not to quit on themselves and how to live their life to the fullest of their potential. It can be intimidating, though, because like uh, there's a saying that the journey of a million miles begins with a single step. Mm -hmm. Har hardest thing to do is take that first step. Yes, and when I hear you shouting out people out there, you know, 1800, and I'm like, do these people live on the fucking bike? Like, how, <laughs> how, how, I'm like, I just got an email that I think I think we're to 100. And I'm like, OK, well, cool. I, I'm not worried about milestones as much as I'm worried about. I want to walk down the steps in my basement in my house, spend a half an hour with you. And, and, and I know that my headspace and my physical is going to be different when I when I leave that. But when you just when you're just starting, though, I think. People, people that are doing what doing this, I feel like it's like it's like walking into an uh, advanced level class and you haven't read the textbook. I think ha, I, to the people out there that might be hearing me speak about this and are listening to you, what's the most important thing to overcome initially to just get your ass in that saddle and start the process? 
that the commitment, first off, the commitment, like you said, that first step is always the scariest step. But once you take that first step, you're able to evolve on it. You're not, you're not repeating from that day on. You're able to evolve from that one step forward. And I think just showing up, that's why you hear me say in the start of my class every single day, half the battle is showing up. Now it's time for us to show out. You have to even put yourself in the position. You have to align yourself, make sure that you're locked in physically and mentally to even take that step forward. And I think a lot of people nowadays are spoke well, now. I think a lot of people are so consumed with uh, that external look of being like, oh, I feel good on the outside, but not good internally. And I'm trying to shift that scope of how you view yourself is how you treat yourself. So if you view yourself as a doubter, the minute you wake up in the morning, you're already losing the day. You're already doubting yourself in the minute you step out of bed. But if you could challenge yourself where like, hey, I'm going to fail. But if I'm failing, that means I'm trying. If I'm trying, that means I'm believing. If I'm believing, that means I'm living my life and not just existing in my life. And I've been that person before to never believe in himself and have that doubt and feel like every single day I was just going through the motions of just existing. And I remember the day for me where it's like I went from existing to living. And that was April 4th, 2016, 430 in the afternoon. When my dad called me and said, I'm proud of you. From that day forward, I was able to literally live my life and live it at such a frequency where like I'm moving different, I'm thinking different, I'm glowing different, and now I'm, I'm attracting different. And that's all I want for people out there. The same feeling that I, like, just literally to feel how I feel when I wake up in the morning. I guarantee the people that are listening right now that, that are in your classes, they're, they're just like me. Cause I wish you could see me. I'm sitting in my basement. You tell me to clap. I clap for me, man. Yeah, I'm, not waiting for, I'm, not, I'm not waiting for somebody else to give me an I attaboy. Cause we to. We I, to. I appreciate your, I appreciate your energy. Not you, but whoever out there, I appreciate it. People are kind to me or whatever, but I don't need it. Cause I got me and it's my job. It's my job to be, to look after me and to and to and to cultivate an energy and a positivity in me that I can then send outward. Um, and that's not a, and that's not even in a cocky way. That's just in a self validating way. That's and I want people to make sure they understand that it's not being cocky. That's just loving yourself for who you are. If you can't love yourself, how are others supposed to love you? It starts with you first at all times. How do you cultivate positivity? How is that is that a is that a learned behavior? I mean, is it is it is it a, a conscious thing? Uh, it's just a daily, daily uh, mindset of finding gratitude, understanding that, like, I was fortunate enough to wake up this morning, my eyes open and my feet touch the ground. I was fortunate enough to have this conversation with somebody named Scott Van Pelt, who I looked up to for so many years. I was fortunate enough to get on a bike every single day that goes absolutely nowhere, but takes my energy and people's energy so damn far. So I think the first thing that I find is gratitude. Not even I think I know the first thing for me is gratitude, understanding that I was blessed with an opportunity to wake up and not everybody has that opportunity. As somebody who went to military school, as somebody who was raised from a lot of people who served in uh, our wars and aren't here today, um, that mindset has just alerted me to be like, be grateful, be thankful for the opportunity that you get to even wake up and get to move your body, move your mind, move your spirit, move your soul, and potentially help somebody else move theirs. Because not everybody has the opportunity that we have every single day. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, a guy named Inky Johnson. If you're not, jot that name down and, and try to okay. catch up with try to catch up with him. His story is this: he he played football at Tennessee. Uh, he got injured. Uh, he was he was going to the league, uh, Alex. He was going to go to the league. Got injured making a tackle. Lost the use of his right arm and his right hand. He speaks now. Uh, he's a he's a motivational speaker. He's all over the country speaking to the biggest programs and and Fortune 500 companies as well because his thing and and he was on with me um, earlier this summer. He and I, you and I, we see things this way. When you look at something from the context of. I get to, as opposed to I have to. Yes, it's, sir. Inc it's incredible how different the world is. I have little kids. They say, Daddy, you have to go to work. I say, no, son, I get to go to work. Yes, sir. I get, I get to do this thing tonight. They're not always going to ask me to do it, but it helps me take care of you. It's a fun thing to do, and I get to do this. 
now it's easier, I think, Alex, to say I get to when you get to do something cool, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, I, I wasn't always getting to do something that was, you know, that that's whatever my show or something. But even when I got to do some shit I don't want to do, if I look at it from the I get to as opposed to I have to, yeah. I just how, how much does that change your just daily existence when that's the frame of reference you use? You're, you're shifting your mindset. If you shift, you shifting your mindset in the sense of. I get to, which is the privilege versus I have to, which is something that you were forced to do. It's two obligation. Different yeah. obligation. obligation. There's two different things. There's times yeah. where like, obviously I'm not, I may not be having a good day and I have to go teach a class. And in that moment, I'm like, I'm blessed with an opportunity to have 30 minutes to teach to thousands of people when in return, that's going to provide me the direction and the inspiration and the light that I need every single day. So I can never look at it like, oh, I have to go to work. I'm like, I'm thankful I get to go to work every single day, be myself, get to talk the way I talk, get to move the way I move, get to be accepted by this community and this culture. That's not work. That is a privilege because yeah. anybody else would die to be in this, in this position. Like, I'm just thankful to be here today. I did a podcast recently where my story, I, I was broke as a joke. I was 30 mm -hmm. cents from having a quarter, as they say. I put, <laughs> I, I, I put all the stuff I didn't have in a truck and drove to Florida. I got a chance to start with a company called The Golf Channel. I met this dude named Tiger Woods. The whole direction of my life changed. I told this, it's, it's insane and it's wow. impossible. But you talk about gratitude. I, I, stay that, I stay in that gratitude. Yes, sir. Space. Yes, sir. But I've told it so often that I feel like the people listening must know it as well, and they don't. And I know you've told the story often. Was, was it Hempstead, East Hempstead or East, Ham East, East Hampton? East Hampton, yes, sir. East Hampton. So on Long Island, you're, you know, mopping floors. You mentioned it earlier. I know you've told it often. But if there's mm -hmm. one thing about from there to now that you would, that's the most important thing to understand about how you feel like you got from mopping a floor in, in a gym to teaching classes in that gym to teaching classes to people all around the country that you reflect upon that helped you is how would you narrow it down to the, the, the most important sort of core parts of it? Treating every single day as an audition. And I say that in the sense of I was going to that job every single day, mopping floors. Thankful I had an opportunity to mop floors because at the time, prior to that, I just got kicked out of my house. I was sleeping on my best friend's floor with no job. And somebody gave me a job at uh, mopping floors at this gym. In the two-year span, I was able to get close with the CEO at the time, which she saw a light and direction in me that, like I said, I did not see in myself. So once I asked for an opportunity to, hey, can I potentially teach? I think I have the foundation. I think I have the resource, the tools, the, the military discipline, the understanding of music, the understanding of people. Can I get a shot? There's been thousands of people that ask for that shot and not everybody gets that. And I say, if I didn't go into work every single day, mop on the floor, like somebody who's trying to audition for something else, I wouldn't be in this position. If I wanted to work every single day, mop on the floor just to mop it, just to get the job done, to do the bare minimum, I wouldn't be here today. I had to outwork that job title to audition for an instructor role without even realizing it, knowing that if I was put in that position that I would take it seriously every single day, every pedal stroke I take would have a purpose and a direction. It wasn't just me just going through the motions. So I think that having an understanding of every single, every single day that you're alive in an audition would be great. If you're just doing your job title or whatever you're trying to seek in life, you're doing the bare minimum. That's the result you're going to get. I had to outwork that position, mopping floors to be put in a position to get onto a bike to even be here today. You put in half-ass rep, you get a half-ass result. You you mentioned 100%. that a lot. When I'm I'm sweating and I'm like I'm ready to sit down, but I'm like no, nah, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get lectured by my guy here. I'm trying to do the work. What you put in is what you get out. That's, that's life. a fact. That's 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 the truth. That's now, you truth. mentioned you mentioned the music, and I I'm literally I wasn't kidding. My very first song uh, and the very first time I sat down was MOP. I'm older than you, so back in the day, okay, like you'd make a girl a tape. 
Now, when you made a girl a cassette tape, you <laughs> you put work into that. Okay, They're like now, how do we start this off? Do we want to we want to start off with some Prince to set the mood. We want to go. Oh, we get, we can't get to Luther early. We gotta wait. We gotta build to Luther. We gotta say to Luther. We gotta say right. to Luther now. Maybe a little Atlantic Star in here. Maybe some Earth, Wind, and Fire. There's a million different ways we can yes, go. Sir. Just until so we're trying, because we're, we're basically saying to this girl how this trying to tell you how I feel without having to be the one to say it. What I'm saying is music can set the mood for you. How important is it when you're putting together a hit and Hills ride or a club bangers ride or however you're going about it to, to, cause it's not all just go, go, go. Cause it can't, you gotta, you gotta give me a chance to catch my breath at some point. Yeah. And, and it yeah. feels, it feels very intentional. Like how, do you have a crew that's working on that? Is that all you? I'm just interested in that part. No, of that, that, that's all me. I, I pride myself. That's all me. Um, I will say the Peloton music team does such an amazing job of providing us music. That's very, down to what I need to get my job done every single day. Um, but throughout my career, it's always been me picking up the music from song one to song 10. Um, music has always been a form of therapy for me, Scott. And when I say, well, I've said my entire life, I've been in marching bands, I played tuba, trombone, bass drum, uh, a snare drum, I played it all in the sense of, it's always been the, the source of my, um, my power. So when it comes time for me to teach classes, I've always made my playlist to as close as class time as possible. So I provide such an authentic feel to the ride itself. So whether it be a hit ride to bada ride, song one could have could be in the song one could be in the playlist. And if you put it in song eight, you got a completely different playlist. And it, it's all about song transitioning. It's all about the interaction from song to song, how one song ends, how one song begins. It tells a story itself. So I try to use the music to tell a story and. With the, within the music and then within the words that I provide and the inspiration I provide, it's like a collaborative effort to give out the one, that boom, that power punch of the direction of the ride itself. On behalf of my guy, Ryan Clark, former NFL defensive oh, back, man. You, you know how much he, you know how much he's in the, in the saddle working boogers. Yes, he's sir. A, he can go big booger. I'm not trying to go with, I'm not trying to mess with him on the leaderboard. Cause I'll never catch him. I mean, Ryan and I, play. Ryan and I just laugh because you're like, yo, 90 to 100 ain't recovery. I'm trying, you, you, you're telling me to go 100 to 120 and then my recovery is supposed to be 95 to 100. I don't have, I, I'm not that finely calibrated. I'm trying to take it down to 80 and catch a breath. But I guess that when I always feel like the music and then what you're asking of the people that are riding is intentional as well. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing in order to make those 30 minutes truly count. Uh, how, how finally is that sort of, tweaked to try to make the most of the 20 or 30 or 45 or however much time that, that somebody's got with you down to the pedal stroke every pedal stroke is accounted for and i say that in the sense of i want to make sure if somebody has if somebody's first ride or somebody's 1000th ride we could have a we could have a structure within that 30 or 45 minute class that everybody feels welcome coming from the military background i have that mindset of no no rider left behind and i don't just say that just to say that i truly mean that in the sense of i know my classes are hard i know the way i teach and the way i instruct sometimes makes you want to quit but if I could have you mentally teach yourself not to quit, your body's going to follow everything else. So I tell people all the time, I don't teach for your body. I teach for your mind. You're, you're going to be able to train your body on your own. If I could get you to unlock the ultimate muscle right here, you're going to take your body to a whole nother game plan that you never even thought you were going to, you're going to attack. And I want people to understand that, Hey, I'm not wasting. This ain't daycare. This, I don't got time. I didn't get off the, I didn't go into work to do no soft. Like, let's be honest here. Oh, right. They don't pay me to be soft. Out <laughs> and I want everybody to know that like, you're going to only push yourself to a certain limit. We all need that other individual or somebody else out there, that outside voice to take it to the next level. If it wasn't for somebody to be like, Hey, get on the bike. Let me show you what you can do. I don't sit here today. So all I need from the member that come to class, if you give me 30 minutes of trust, I guarantee you, I'll give you 30 minutes of your own greatness. You got it in you. There's no need to go outsource it. Let's just 
activate it. That's why I always say that there's no need to outsource your greatness. We just got to right. activate it from within. So my mm -hmm. job is to push you mentally, which will allow you to push your body physically. And at the end of that, we've got a level of greatness that we haven't, we haven't seen yet. You and I are on the same page on a lot of things, Alex. It's it's about gratitude. It's about being yes, in the moment. It's about get to versus uh, have to. It's it's all those things. Yes, sir. But, but let's be real with each other now. There's days when we don't want to. 100%. Life gets in, gets in the way. We try to breathe in that positivity and, and breathe out that negativity, but that negativity lingers, and it's, it's life, and it creeps in. I got to go do a show some nights when maybe that's not what I want to do. But at midnight, the red light comes on and it's time to go. And it's, it's interesting. That's actually a form of therapy. I hadn't even thought of that until I said it out loud. But what I'm getting at is on those days when, for whatever reason, the clouds are blotting out the sun, how do you do the classes you have to do? What, what, do you do, what trick is there? What, what do you tap into in those moments? Even for the days that I'm not, I'm not feeling it, boss, I'm not even going to lie to you. The minute that red light comes on, I go right back to the gratitude aspect. Gratitude cancels out negativity. Right. And the minute that red light comes on, I get, I get back to the mode of eight years ago, you were mopping floors. Look okay. where you are eight years later. For all the work that you put in, are you, are you, are you actually sad today or are you more just having a bad energy day? Mm -hmm. Are you ungrateful or are you thankful and just going through it right now? And I always go back to the same all, thing. Because that's what I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm giving you and myself and everybody out there, you, it's almost permission. You're allowed to have... Yeah. Moments. like that that's life anybody that tries to say it's all cake and ice cream that's not real it's okay but to I, not feel okay there you go okay. it's straight up it's okay not to feel okay but but then I, I i'm with you i find that you can quickly get back to to neutral and get back to what uh what matters i i i'm interested in just how how many of these do you do like i mean i i get that i'm i'm giving you what i got for that 30 but i think to myself does this dude just towel off, put on a new shirt, and go give somebody 45 more minutes? Because if you do, you're an animal, my guy. And we go, hey, you know what? We go give it some straight like that, Scott. Straight like that. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things that, like I, like I said, I wanted to be a pro athlete my entire life. And obviously, I wasn't blessed with those physical abilities nor that skill set to make that happen. Um, so this is me in real time just trying to validate that in the sense of, yeah, we don't get this opportunity every single day. I Like, how many times does somebody, of my, somebody that looks like me, that walks like me, that talks like me, get an opportunity to be himself on such an amazing platform where he's well-respected and well-trusted? This doesn't happen every single day. But do you, do you, do you have, like, do you sometimes, is it back to back to back? I mean, that you're having, that you're not having to getting to teach. I mean, yeah. are, 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 do you stack? Sure. I'm just interested. Like, because I've heard back in the day, like Trebek, the legend from Jeopardy, they do like 10 shows in a day you'd bank them for two weeks and then you tap out i'm like that's how you do it right there yeah without a doubt <laughs> do, do the work and tap out but i just i just interested in a day are, are there days where there are you know two and a half hours worth of being on a, on a bike without a doubt scott there's some days that i'll have to teach two live classes back to back and then i'll have to do a, a short content class Whew. prior to all that so it ends up being three three and a half three classes uh, a day but you know it's one of those things that when you love what you do it doesn't feel like work so it's like if you have to go a night show at 12 o'clock and you're doing four interviews, these are people you love to speak with, love to interact with. When it's all said and done, you're like, that's what I get to do every single day. Like I got to work out. I got to play music. I got to be a DJ, be a motivator, be a life coach all in, all in one. I just love it. I love it. I asked Inky this, and I'm curious about your answer because people who inspire, people who motivate, you give so much. You, you're a light and you're a beacon and you're giving, giving and giving, but you can't only give, you have to draw from things, from people. Who, who inspires the inspirers? Who motivates the motivators? Who motivates you? Well, definitely my parents, first off. Just those gotta be my two number one, uh, my one and two motivators in life. Um, like I said earlier, the sacrifice that I've seen my parents make um, and continue to make to make sure that I was put in a position to succeed as well as my brothers is it's unreal, Scott. And 
I, like watching my mom and dad now in real time see them smile and to like it's it's crazy just to watch my mom and dad smile as far as uh not to say that they never thought but they I gave them hell growing up as a kid like let's be honest like I <laughs> I've been kicked out of every school I've ever been to I dropped out of college um me and my dad always were fighting as a kid as uh, throughout my childhood and to see where we are now definitely my parents are my biggest supporters and my biggest critics without a doubt and then to be blessed and this is what I love about teamwork and just where I work at Peloton I get to walk into a locker room every single day. Where I look to my light, right and left side and I'm inspired by my colleagues, people that I get to teach with every single day. And that's what's super powerful about Peloton. It's obviously, I'm blessed to have this job, but to walk into work and have my colleagues, my brothers and sisters who understand what we do every single day, hold me to a high level of uh, excellence and we push each other to another level of excellence. Um, those, def those people definitely inspire me. And it's crazy because I never thought that I would be in that position to, tell, to be like my colleagues are the ones who's in who inspire me, pardon me. I read about I, I saw the thing that uh, Carson Daly did on today. I know I know he's out there. I, I know Cam Newton. I read about Rory McIlroy, who, who I cover golf. Rory's one of the most tremendous people you ever talk to. If you get a chance to really pick his brain, he's such an interesting cat. Um, but there's a laundry list of, you know, stars or whomever that, that are out there. And I just wonder, was there a one or was there a singular kind of thing that just resonated with you? Like, damn, I can't believe Cam Newton's out there and he's the one looking to me to run this play. I mean, was there, was there any one type of per one person, I should say, that just kind of blew your mind? Uh, definitely the Cam Newton one for sure. And that was, that was one of the first uh, pro athletes to show love. Um, the Baker Mayfields. Uh, who else can I think of right now? There's been a lot of people. Roy McIlroy. Uh, Gordon Hayward, uh, man, I can't. There's a lot of lot of pro sports athletes out there. I don't know if there's one that's now. It would have to be Cam. It would have to be Cam for sure. Right, and, and I get sure. that because I mean, you're talking about an MVP. The guy's been in a Super Bowl, and and I just you the the fact that you can connect, and that's the beauty of this. The fact that you can be a light to to an old guy in his fifties is just trying to just get my body back in motion or a pro athlete who's at the pinnacle of his or her sport. I think that it's, you you can be, it's hard to be all things to all people, but I think what you're doing can be because you're offering an inspiration that, that everybody um, can tap into. I, I, I know you're a heat fan and I'm just, I'm interested in that because I'm, I'm trying to figure out how geographically that became <laughs> your squad. What, what was the, what was the genesis of that? So uh, my favorite player of all time is Shaq. And obviously, throughout the era when Kobe and Shaq were winning the dynasty ships, um, Shaq, after that, went to Miami Heat, which was the same year Dwayne Wade got drafted. And I just so happened to be watching Dwayne Wade while he was in Marquette. And I was like, I just like his style. He had the underdog energy, the way he slashed to the lane, his Euros, everything that he did was just different at that time. Um, so when he joined Miami Heat, I also was a fan of Alonzo Mourning at the time as well. So with just a level of, all right, my favorite player of all time, Shaq, the new guy coming in, D-Wade. I was already a fan of Alonzo Mourning and just the Tim Hardaway crossover. So I kind of had like that. I got love in Miami already. So when him and Shaq paired up together in Miami, it was, a, it was automatic. That's the team I'm claiming. And to see them get chips together and then uh, to see the legacy Dwayne Wade has left in Miami has been uh, amazing. And having an opportunity to meet him was definitely a self-validating moment as well. So for sure. And LeBron ends up there and they get the chips. And then LeBron's got a company and you're, you rep something that they've got. Like it's, it, yeah. it, and I'm not exactly, it's a, it's a, it's some kind of energy bar or some kind of food or something. Yeah. The supplement company ladder. I was signed to them uh, two, uh, a year and a half ago. Correct. Right. And that's a LeBron James company, right? Yes, sir. And so again, like these are these moments, these, these self-validating kind of like, holy shit, like they yeah. happen a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I, I guess 
I know the, the guy that started under, under Armour is a, is a friend of mine, Kevin Plank, and he became a billionaire. And their, their, their saying was humble and hungry. And they put that on their, on their shirts from the beginning. And I said to him at one point, I'm like, look, man, when you're 40 and you're a billionaire, you're damn sure not humble. And you haven't been hungry in a long time, okay? Because you're well-fed. But the notion of, of being, of, again, of being grateful and of looking around, I said, I get that you reach a certain point in life where you've done it all. And, and you want to keep grinding. But I find, Alex, that we have to give ourselves moments where we stop, we look around at the surroundings Sir. and go, I'll be, I'm here, man. We like, do it. You know We're what I mean? And, yeah. and I guess, I guess again, that's just about being grateful in the moment. It all, it's all, it's all some different flavor of the same idea. Yeah. But I think, I think that we can get so caught up in our own hustle that we don't allow ourselves moments of, of gratitude. And it feels like you build that in. In the middle of smiling at us and kicking our ass for thirty minutes, yes, you sir. build it. You build that into. Is that in, that's intentional too, isn't it? Without a doubt, because my entire life, I've, I've searched for those validating moments. I I felt like, oh, I was doing that right, and nobody gave me credit, nobody clapped for me, and then you get into this dark space of, am I am I actually, am I doing something right? Am I worthy of this? And you find yourself getting down on yourself mentally because you're searching for that external validation. Meanwhile, you're doing all the small wins. The small wins lead to great distances. And that's why I'm like in the middle of a ride. I'm like, we'll get past a heavy climb, heavy interval to buy the ride. I'm to buy the set. Excuse me. And I'm like, hold on, take a second real quick and just acknowledge the work that you just did in that. Yeah, two you say Let climb this, for that right now. Take, then just take a second real quick and just acknowledge it because not everybody's doing that work. Not everybody's putting that effort in, and not everybody's getting that validation because they're searching it from other people. We got to acknowledge the work that we're doing. We got to we got to be the first one to clap for ourselves in life. Period. I heard somebody tell me something this summer, and I I I thought about it. and I agree with it. There are no small wins. There's just wins. There's just, there's just wins. Like it, 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 look at it this way, right? Okay. So there's hundred dollar wins and there's nickels and dimes and quarters, but they're all like stack those nickels and dimes and quarters up. And what do you got? You got dollars Yes, sir. So, stack small wins up and you find yourself. And again, all these things, if, if, if people are listening, I, I, I guess I bet a lot of y'all are nodding and you know what I mean? And maybe some of you roll your eyes cause you just think it sounds like some self-help book. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to sell you anything, man. I'm just trying to tell you what I what I believe based on what I've experienced. You know that this, yes, sir. Yes, the, sir. the more I think about small wins, I just think don't put small in front of anything. Winning is winning, whatever it is, every single day. And I think I think that puts us in in, in a grateful space. Um, at least I, I'm gonna I have try to make to. an adjustment. I'm gonna have to make an adjustment on my wording on that, Scott. No lie, I'm gonna have to make an adjustment on the. There's no small wins. Wins are wins. Period. Right. Period. Yes, is, sir. Is, is there an end game? Because I, I think when people get to certain levels, it, there's a curiosity of what the next thing is. And I get asked that a lot. And I've said, you know what? I haven't had a, I haven't had a finish line. I've just been I've been so grateful to be on this raft in this wave that I'm just looking at the sun and enjoying that I'm on it. And yeah. I don't have a I don't have a finish line. Yeah. Um, I you're a young man and, and there are a million avenues you could take. Is there a path that you're on that, that leads someplace beyond? And this isn't asking, are you leaving? Because if you do, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. But that's nah. neither here nor that's neither here. <laughs> I wanna I'm wait just, real quick. Let me just clear this up because people go crazy. I'm not leaving. People go crazy <laughs> over that, Scott. <laughs> don't get me that's not what that. I'm asking you. That's not what I'm asking you. I'm just asking you, or because you said and you made an interesting point. You're on a bike that doesn't go anywhere, but it but it takes you places. Is there a path that that, that, that you look towards and things that it is things you want to do that now from the position you're in, you 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 could do? Without a doubt. Um, one of the things, especially with the Puma partnership is uh, youth initiatives. I've always wanted to be able to give back to, to my community in the, the way that I want to give back. And being with Puma now is going to allow me to do that in an authentic manner and also in a way that is natural to the kids that look like me. So before, 
it's hard to resonate with somebody in, you know what I'm saying, inner cities that are like, hey, I'm a pro cycling instructor. That doesn't, that's not, gonna, they're not gonna understand where I'm coming from. But hey, I'm a Puma athlete that, I'm a, post, I'm a pro cycling instructor that has a Puma athlete deal, like all these other athletes out here. There's a way that it, it's like, kids are gonna understand that now versus prior to how it was before. So one of the things I wanna tap into is just providing these kids the same thing that I was provided with. The mental, the mental resources, the, the education, um, the nutrition, everything that my mom and dad sacrificed to make sure that we were successful, I want to use my resources to provide that right back to my community. So that would be definitely step one. Um, obviously, there's a bunch of things in my mind, but I'm, I'm eight years in and I feel like I'm just getting started, which is such a crazy and scary feeling at the same time, because I feel like now, like if I use it in the basketball references, it's like. I was explosive at the start of my career. Now I'm working on my post game. You know what I mean? Now I'm, I'm, I'm fine tuning my footwork right now. It's like, it, I'm, that's how I use the, the, the analogy. Excuse me. I'm fine tuning my post, my post work right now. My footwork. You're already at Kobe. Kobe went to that Jordan old man game early. Cause he realized that the gene, there was genius in it. I don't have yeah. to work as hard. I don't have to yeah. work as hard to get those two points as I, if I'm trying to take it to the rim on some seven footer. Uh, I, uh, I, I love, I love the idea, but I, I'll tell you this from a guy that's, you know, however many years down the road, you blink, my guy, and eight years becomes twenty. All right. Yeah. So, like, the 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 mo the moments pass quickly, and that's why being present in them is is so important, in my opinion. Um, and I listen. I I appreciate this time, and and it, just because it affords me the chance to do something that all those people out there riding with you don't get to do, which is to speak back to you. And I just want to tell you, as sincerely as I can say anything, I thank you because Man, you that's love, boss. No, for real. You're, you have a light and, and an energy that from the I'm telling you, the very first time I sat down and did that, I reached out to you because I because I knew in that moment that you you changed the direction of what I was doing in the sense that you get to be a certain age. I got little kids. I got excuses. Oh, man, I got to work late. I don't have time. Yeah. That's bullshit. I got yeah. time. I'm gonna, And guess time. what? Now, now I make time and I make time to sit down and, and it's a mindset and it's validation and it's reminding me to have my own back. And, and, and you're look, man, I mean this, you have genuinely and sincerely and profoundly helped me. And so I get to tell you, thanks for that. And so if I can be the guy that at 12, when you're sitting around with nothing to do and you click it on and mindlessly watch some sports, it ain't payback, but I, I'm trying, I'm, I'll do my little teeny piece, but just keep, Keep being an energy and a light, man, because it is it is truly, truly, it's world-changing stuff that you do. Thank you, my brother. And just hearing that from somebody who I love and respect and honestly admire, um, thank you. Because, like I said, I, this, the, the position I'm in in life is a blessing. It's not something that we, uh, we're not lucky here. We're blessed for this opportunity. We don't take it for granted at all. And to get validation from somebody like yourself, a legendary human being like yourself, is, uh, is a validating moment for me. So thank you, boss. I truly, truly appreciated that. My grandma used to say, you stay grateful, you'll stay blessed. So well, let's stay grateful. Let's stay in the moment and enjoy yes, these sir. moments as they're happening. And I just hope this, I hope our paths cross again. I hope they cross in person. I'm really, really appreciative of your time. I keep it to about 30 since that's the time we normally spend together. When we, <laughs> This time I'm not sweating getting off because I, <laughs> I, I get to go to work tonight and uh, I'll see you on the other side of the TV and I'll see you when I'm sitting in the bike. You stay, you stay well and continue doing your thing, all right? Much love and thank you for everything, Scott. And I'll make sure we tap in soon, brother. We're going to see each other in person for sure.